everyone, and welcome back to the Booze and Bass Podcast. I'm your host, Jace, right here with Madison. Today we got a pretty scary story for y'all. Madison, have you ever heard of the Sally House? I have not. Alright, well, before we get started, sit back, grab a drink, and let's get to it. So let's get into it. The Sally House was built in the mid-1800s. It was home to a physician and his family who stayed on the top floor while he had his practice on the bottom floor. And basically the story goes was that at night a mother just runs and knocks on the door of the physician. And she's like, help, help. My six-year-old daughter, six-year-old daughter, like, is in immense pain. Like, she, she's not, like... She's not good. And is this like the town's, I guess, only doctor's office at that time, I'm assuming? I think like in the mid-1800s. Probably. You know, (laughs) it might be. Um, You know, they don't have a MedExpress down the road. No urgent care there. Yeah. So I'm assuming this is the only like, you know, physician that's like here. Because this is like middle of nowhere, Kansas. Sorry to anybody that lives in Atchison, Kansas. (laughs) But um, literally looks like the middle of nowhere. Uh, But basically, like I said, the story goes that this mother went next door, carried her six-year-old daughter to the physician's house uh, because she had very, very bad abdominal pain. Uh, So the physician kind of chalked it up to, like, appendicitis. And right then and there, they put her on the operating table. They're like, all right, we're doing this because her appendix is going to burst at any moment. So let, let's take it out. Even if it's not going to burst, let's take it out. Yeah. You know, just be safe. So what he does is <laughs> he I mean, he puts her on the operating table and then gives her like this anesthetic. But he then he starts performing on her before the anesthetic like takes like full effect. And he starts working on her and this girl's screaming. Like six yeah, year old, like, yeah, I don't blame her. <laughs> yeah, she's screaming, she's in pain, everything. And so, sadly, the girl Sally ended up dying from blood loss and just stress or shock. Um, So, pretty much this girl gets placed on this operating table because her stomach hurts really bad. And the last memory that she has is this dude just torturing her. Yeah. You know, even if he was trying, trying to, do to help good. her, but with no, like... No, no numbing, nothing. Yeah, and exactly. obviously it's the 1800s, so their medical care was non-existent, I'm assuming. Exactly. So, like, obviously, you know, that's not, like, a good thought to have. You know, I'm being tortured by this dude. Um, so, really, it was, like, kind of haunted since then. For the most part, people, like, in the neighborhood, I guess, like, neighbors and everything, saw different things, like apparitions in the windows, shadows, Lights going on and off, you know, different stuff like that. Is it always the little girl? Um, or, like, do they see apparitions of, like, maybe the mother came back to haunt? <laughs> or, like, whatever the so case is. it's funny because, I'll get to that later, but no. A lot of people think that there's a second woman in the house. 
uh, later on when paranormal investigators actually started looking at the house and everything, they figured out that there was a second spirit there, and it was this middle-aged, like older woman that was doing some of the more malicious uh, attacks on the families that were living there. So, do you think that ghost, like the middle-aged woman ghost, do you think she came somewhere before the little girl died? Or, like, she already inhabited the place when the little girl died? Or do you think somewhere in the history after the little girl, she, like, came about? That's a good question. I couldn't really find anything about the families after the first uh, physician or like after Sally and everything like that, um, except for one family, and that was the Pickens family. But I believe that the older woman, she maybe came after uh, as a resident that lived at the uh, the Sally house. Uh, but like I mentioned, that there was a family that came in to the Sally house at in probably like the mid 1990s, and so they were, recent. Yeah, very recent actually. <laughs> I think that's why there's so much um, news about it, you know. I think that's why it's pretty popular because it's so recent. But the family, they were the Pickens family, and they moved into the house in the mid-1990s. And that's when they started, just immediately started uh, noticing, like, strange occurrences. Like, the husband, Tony, he started getting attacked. Like, there's a picture, I'm pretty sure, on the internet uh, of him having three scratch marks on his back. Oh, absolutely not. yeah. So he was getting scratched. Uh, the wife was getting her hair pulled, I'm pretty sure. Um, like unexplained voices. So the husband or the wife would be at home and they would just maybe hear something. And then they'd be like, oh, what did you say, sweetie? Wife's gone. She's at work. She's <laughs> adios. She's packed up. You know, like... she's, she's gone. She's at work. The husband's like, yeah, I don't know what that was. Definitely wasn't our baby, our yeah. child. Um. So, you know, stuff like that. There's also things catching on fire. I saw... Like, spontaneously, like, combustion? Well, it's funny because I saw a thing where they were saying that they would see fingerprints, like, burnt fingerprints on the candles in the house. Oh, that is... I would... See, I hear stories like this, and, like, I get it, but also, like, there is actually a 0% chance, I would be saying, like... To live in a haunted house, like knowing that that stuff was happening, no, 100%. I would be out. Like I would be like, wow, I don't know if there's like a thirty day like wait period, but <laughs> I would like to return this whole house. A hundred percent. And so, like, they saw the, like the burn marks and everything like that. And then apparently, I saw in another like kind of like review page or you know like things that gone out on in the Sally house that some curtains just lit on fire one time. So I don't know if that has any correlation to do with uh, the burn fingerprints on the candles but i would assume so and to go back to your house like you'd be gone kind of thing i it's tough because there's a lot of families like the conjuring family and like the amityville horror family where i think stuff goes on before it and they're kind of skeptical about it so they're kind of like oh what's the creaky floorboards whatever this house is old and they're like oh we also paid like you know (laughs) a lot of money for this house so we can't yeah, just get up and like which and... we talked about that a little bit i guess in like the first episode that it's like some people don't actually believe that it's like because you know anything could be 50 50 that it's like something yeah. spooky or it's an old house i always feel like 
Because I know kids have an easier time seeing ghosts and spirits because they don't know they're not supposed to. So I almost feel like a lot of the time it's like the baby crying for no reason or like the kids freaking out and the parents are like, you'll be fine. We just spent all of this money. And then all of a sudden the parents start getting yeeted across the room and they're like, oh, we have to leave. Yeah. (laughs) We very much have to leave or call someone. Yeah, so I think that's the biggest thing is, like, money. So they're kind of like, all right, we'll just live this thing out, see, like, how it goes. Can't really sell the house now because if we sell it and the realtor's like, yeah, this place is haunted, who's going to buy it now, you know? Yeah. Especially, like, this is, like, back when, I guess, paranormal investigating wasn't as big as it is now. I know everyone's doing it, but, like, back in maybe, like, just, the ninth, like, the 20th century, like, I guess a lot of people weren't doing that. Um, so I... And I think it was pretty more, like, I guess it was ser- more serious, too, in terms of more people believed, like, more people were religious, and more people believed in that kind of stuff. So they kind of saw, like, oh, this house is haunted. Like, no one's buying this house. It's haunted. It's gonna, yeah, we need to bless this house or something, you know? Which, um, does anyone live in the Sally house now? No. So the Sally house is actually owned by the city of Atchison, I believe, Uh I know when you go on, like, when you type in Sally House on the internet, it would bring up the uh, Visit Atchison website for the city. Uh, It's funny because you can actually, like, explore and, like, experience the Sally House, too. Which, if anyone listening has done this, let us know. We would love to hear your experience on that. Because, like, do you think they have, like, I guess, like, if you ever, like, like, did you say they have, like, a, I think, a thing to stay there? Yeah, there's a... You could pay $125 on, like, any normal, like, time, I guess. Like, you know, the summertime or whatever. But then once it get, turns to, like, fall Like, time-ish. peak season, I guess. Peak season. They call, it, they call it haunted season, apparently. Yeah. It goes up to 150 per person. You need a minimum of two people. And uh, you need, like, all these waivers and everything. They have, like, a bunch of uh, rules that you have to follow. Like, you can't, like, cleanse the house. You can't do an Ouija board, I, I don't think. I w- yeah. Um, also... I know the basement was very, very popular, like, back in the day, I guess, and it was very, like, demonic, you know? There's, like, a pentagram on the ground that was burnt and everything, and now I think it's closed. They say for safety hazards, you know, like, falling floorboards, all that kind of stuff, you could kind of take it however you want. Maybe it's pretty... Pretty bad <laughs> pretty down bad there. Pretty bad down there, you know? Well, because do you think the pentagrams and all of that, do you think that was, like... Like, do you think they closed it because, like, people were staying there and they're the ones that ruined it? Or, like, tried doing whatever? Or do you think that there has, there's, like, a difference in paranormal activity between, like, the above ground part of the house versus, like, the basement? Like, I think there's a difference. Like, do you think the basement was, like, the surge? Like, do you think that, like, the little, like... The surgery part of that took place in the basement? No, the surgery took place in, like, the living room. Okay. uh, Right there. Uh, I think the basement has been known to be, like, a portal, I guess, uh, to hell. Kind of like, you know, a transition place. Um, And I think the pentagram that was on the ground in the basement that was burnt there was from a previous, like, resident of the house. Um, that kind of got into, like, witchcraft and yeah. that kind of stuff. Um, but I know that a lot of people suspect 
that Sally isn't actually Sally, which is the scariest part about it. What do you mean? Oh, that she was like inhabited by like a demon? Not inhabited per se, but what they were saying is that you have the older woman that does some of the malicious attacks and everything. But some people say that the lady, the older woman, is being like tricked to do like bad stuff to the people because of Sally. So a lot of people see Sally, they have pictures of her. She's in this like old 1900s get up, you know, 1800s get up, white bow in her hair kind of thing. Uh, but what people think is that there's a more sinister and demonic presence there in the house that disguises itself as Sally. So it seems less intimidating. Okay. That is actually more frightening, but but also like, do you think any of this happened before Sally, like Sally died? Like, do you think it's possible this, maybe not, but like, do you think it's possible that like the sinister thing that is now like, you know, causing most of the chaos in the house Mm -hmm. do you because like do you think like him not applying like or like waiting or whatever the case was for i guess like the numbing to happen before the surgery yeah do you think that was like do you think he might have been inhabited by whoever the woman was like do you think that and then that's why they like he didn't wait for the numbing to like take place and now she just kind of uses Sally as like a, like it was like a casualty of like, oh, well, so kind I of think... thing. Or do you think it happened, like you said, like after, like after Sally and like no paranormal activity really happened until that person died. And then she kind of like knew the history of the house. So her ghost is kind of just utilizing Sally to like, you know, I think personally, one, I don't think the, the physician at the very beginning knew i i think i don't think he meant to not work on her when she didn't have the like the anesthesia in her so yeah i think so he like, was just kind of like just, oh this girl's in pain like I'm i really need to help it, yeah. i need to help and he just did it too fast because if he didn't he thought the appendix was just gonna burst right there yeah um obviously with you know old medicine and everything it's not the safest practice yeah so you know it, it could go both ways definitely i think like I said, I think he had no, like, ill intent of, you know, killing the six-year-old girl. Um, but I think, and I just want to preference this and say that, you know, not everything is confirmed. It's still kind of, it's a story. Things could change. Allegedly. Allegedly, you know. Um, but they, but a lot of people that investigate the Sally House say that there's something darker, deeper than just this little girl you know, kind of roaming around doing stuff. Yeah, because, like, I I don't know much about ghosts in terms of, like, them being, I guess, vengeful or, like, what causes that. Like, I know there's, like, some things of, like, oh, you know, like, maybe, like, this woman was burned alive, so now she's, you know, haunting all of the victims that come in and, you know won't help her like when she calls out for help they won't help her um that i like with little kid like when people see like little kid ghosts or stuff like that it's like like we were talking about back like in the first episode that like the little girls that passed like they didn't know they were dead that's why they were more playful um 
I feel like it might be the same thing for Sally. Like, obviously, it was a very traumatic experience, but, like, she might not necessarily know she's dead, and the only person she has is this middle-aged whatever force. Well, what I think is that she's very vengeful because, like I said, I think Sally is. Okay. Because of... um, like how I said before, like her last memories were this, oh, this, guy. this dude just, just like standing over, apart, just ripping, yeah. yeah, ripping into her. I mean, how could you not be? Yeah, like... and that's why the husband was attacked too. Uh, that's I'm assuming why, because you know, this he's dude, a guy. Yeah, he's a guy. This dude just came in. I don't like guys. Boom, scratch. Get get out of my house. You know, kind of thing. Maybe uh, the m- malicious like spirit. Maybe she feels maternal towards sally like she attacks on behalf maybe i mean again all of this is alleged (laughs) like there's a thousand ways that that could go but that would be another i guess idea would be that she's attacking on behalf of the little girl maybe i know for me i don't have any like personal experience at the house yeah but i've definitely watched a few videos i always love looking at sally house videos uh because that was like the first paranormal experience or whatever to genuinely like kind of scare me. I know. What have you seen videos of? I've definitely seen, um, I've watched the Buzzfeed video, the Buzzfeed unsolved video of the Sally house. And that was taking taken back in 2017, maybe a few years ago. And I remember watching that and some of the stuff that was happening was just kind of insane for me. Uh, personally, I saw when I guess in the part of the video where they put the flashlights on the counter in the kitchen. They're kind of asking questions, you know, normal like paranormal investigator type stuff. Uh, and like they're, the lights were flickering, you know, take that as you want. Like it could be a faulty flashlight. It could be a ghost. They could do something post like production, but they're asking and they asked one question. I forgot what it was, but after asking it, the flashlight started rolling oh, on, the, on the counter. Not. And like, I'm, I'm sitting there and I'm like, that's really difficult to unbunk because, or debunk, because it's just this flashlight sitting on this counter for five plus minutes while they're asking questions, and then just out of nowhere, it starts rolling around. You know, obviously it wasn't like violently yeah, rolling around, but like it was thrashing, like, yeah, but... it was kind of just like... Well, it's kind of hard, like, because I feel like some videos, it's like, oh, watch in the corner and, like, the back of something or, like, something just falls. But you don't see the back of it or someone pushing exactly. Like, you don't know if someone's pushing it. But I feel like with a flashlight, there's really not, like, the only thing you'd be able to do, I guess, is to attach a, a string. But, like, even then you can't really make make it roll like exactly. that. I don't feel like. That's what I'm saying. Like, the skeptic in me, I guess, kind of sits there and is saying, like, oh, this is, like, a big production kind of crew, you know, they'll bring, like, five people into this place, you know, with the recorders and and video cameras. Their main job is to capture some evidence. Yeah. So they want, like, some evidence for some views. So, like, that's, like, the skeptic kind of thinking, like, oh, they definitely probably could have done something. But the other side, the you know, the true believer is, like, how did that happen? Realistically, how did you... How are you sitting, like, everyone's sitting behind, like, back, I guess, maybe five or so... Uh, five or so feet... And these flashlights are just kind of rolling back and forth like someone's blowing on them, you know? Yeah. It's it's tough to debunk, but 
I guess you could come up with a couple things, but for me personally, I think that was the one thing that kind of I saw and I was like, yeah, no, this is this is for real. This is like scary. Well, especially if it's like city property, kind of. I feel like there has to be some validity to it of like the yeah. Sally House being like haunted just because I don't think. I don't know. I mean, but I don't think the city would back something that someone said was haunted and like put money into it if there wasn't actually any evidence or anything like proving that that's what's happening. Yeah, that's the funny thing too is this wasn't just like a local haunting either. You know, like some places, I guess here you could say like, oh, Madison, the house down the street, you know. Someone died there the other day. Might be haunted now, you know? And kind of gets spread throughout, like, the city, you know? Oh, yeah. Or, like, your neighborhood. Like, in St. Pete, it's, like, the Don Cesar Hotel is, like, haunted. Yeah. But, like, no one knows. Yeah, it it just just is. (laughs) So, but, no, like, this was actually put on national TV across the whole entire United States because of the things that happened here. And I know after seeing the guy gets or Tony Pickens getting scratched and having those scratch marks on his back, that's another thing where it's like, you know, the skeptic can be like, yeah, you can scratch yourself, whatever. But these were like claw scratches. Like you got kind of scratched by a cat almost, you know. They weren't yeah. deep, but they, they're de- definitely noticeable. And like, did they look more like a, like, did they look more like a human scratch or like an animal scratch? You know what? That's tough can't really tell you i mean it looked like a scratch just three yeah. scratches down your back um i know like if you were to brush up against something it's kind of hard to like replicate that yeah if you the only other thing is like you could scratch yourself you could have your wife scratch i don't know i feel like that's so extreme though but, to yeah, like prove exactly. a point is to like have your spouse maim you <laughs> for <laughs> national television exactly so you know you kind of sit there and you're like wow like this place might be pretty pretty scary pretty you know evil if you will um and like even going back to like the noises like just i know another big prominent kind of thing for the house is there's one room that was like the baby's room when the pickens family moved in and so i know they would put toys or like teddy bears in a certain place and they'd come back in and they're just moved 100 percent, just like thrown across the room or they are just not where you put them last. Yeah. Um, so I know, like, a pretty good, like, thing to do if you ever go to the house and, like, try to capture some evidence is to put a ball at the top of the staircase. And throughout the night, you know, do whatever you need to do. Do whatever you want. But some people have reported and some people have actually videotaped the ball falling down the stairs. And, um, again, that's another thing where you're like, that's pretty hard to... You know, if you don't have a big production crew and you're, like, some of these, like, small, like, paranormal investigators, that's pretty hard to... Yeah, because I wonder, like, like, I wonder the people that buy, how like, buy houses like that, like, the people that bar, bart, bought the, like, Amityville Horror House or, like, the Conjuring House or any of those. Like, I wonder, because I know that a lot of times they'll just, like... like disclose to you like hey you know like this happened there like kind of thing um i wonder if the people that are buying these houses are just like either a like 
paranormal like aficionados that are kind of like oh this would be so cool to stay in a haunted house it can't be that bad or if it's people that are like oh well it's cheap because nobody wants to buy it because it's a haunted house and like i don't believe in that stuff so like i doubt that it's actually haunted you know what i mean yeah yeah because i feel like it could only be I feel like nobody with, like, a healthy respect, I guess, or, like, mm-hmm. a healthy, like, fear of maybe there being paranormal activity would, like, willingly purchase a house like that. Yeah, so I think for stuff like that also, maybe, like, was it the Conjuring house or something like that? Where they were moving from, like, a different state, maybe? Uh, I'm not too sure. Maybe they are like, moving from a different state. Because obviously, like, you're not going to know much about like where you're staying or like the yeah i guess where you're staying you know you see this really nice price on this house the realtor really doesn't tell you kind of what went on just to sell the house you know yeah so maybe they got kind of screwed like that maybe they did know and they just kind of wanted it um i think i can go both ways i know now like big famous places like that are kind of tourist attractions conjuring house you could do the same where you could like rent it out do tours like overnights sally house um you could do the same not sure about Amityville. If I'm, you can. I think you used to be able to. I'm not sure if you still can, but and plus I feel like with COVID, maybe people are not I guess renting it out. Um, but maybe you'd be able to stay there. Yeah, I'm not I'm not sure about that. Um, but again, like this was like a pretty in like the house, you look at the house and you're like obviously this place is haunted you know just by looks it's like old the bricks are moldy the paint's falling off well because also i'm sure i mean not that they have an hoa or anything (laughs) i don't know if they do but like i'm sure like since it is like a like if you were to live there you wouldn't be able like before they turned it into kind of like an attraction um i feel like they probably wouldn't let you do a lot of like demoing or anything surrounding it yeah i think it's like i actually think it's like a like not a national but like a state preserved thing like you can't like you can probably remodel it but you can't like bulldoze it or something like that i'm pretty sure like it's state like it's state preserved now yeah and like so actually i just looked it up too and it says like multiple like or new i guess things that people have witnessed like events that people witness are like video like the video and like investigative equipment like the emfs and all that they just like turn off oh absolutely not like they just just shut off i guess and like i guess it drains like the power very very fast like phones like will go from like 70 percent to like 20 percent in minutes which do you think that's because like the ghosts don't want to be found or (laughs) they're like hey hey shut that off yeah (laughs) really this ain't a free show no really um i mean you could say that some people say that they draw the energy from the devices i guess to communicate to show themselves whatever um again batteries are that are full immediately and completely draining which i've seen that on a couple like um, ghost shows i guess ghost adventures whatever um they experience moving objects like i said earlier in like the nursery you'll see like teddy bears or whatever just move around fling across the room not being where you left them i guess the ball going down the stairs you know that's a good example of it 
the next one is unexplained scratches or bruising on the bodies during slash after visits. I think that's the thing that gets me again, just because it's like that's where you can like undeniably you can't be like I fell, you know. And also, like, I feel like there's a difference between you knowing like oh i got out of bed wrong and i like hit my ankle on the night table or whatever versus like like i feel like for me that would be the scariest part is like the physical part of it Mm -hmm. because like you know obviously nobody wants to see a ghost nobody wants to look in the mirror and see someone else staring at you like that's definitely not (laughs) definitely not what i'm wanting um for a house but I'm not saying I could deal with it because I couldn't deal with that either, either, but I could deal with it and I would have a better, I guess, grasp if it was just like, oh, I could just see this thing, mm-hmm. but they're, you know. they can't touch me or anything yeah. versus like, like it's a me waking kind of up ghost or... with like a bruise or like me feeling something push me and I have like a scratch on my back or something crazy. Yeah, no, and, like, because, like, the scratches and the bruises are so, like, distinct, too. Like, it's not, like, a little tiny scratch on your forearm. It's literally claw three marks. claw marks <laughs> on your back that go, like, the whole length Wolverine of Wolverine marks just on the back. Exactly, and I know, I'm not sure about here, but, like, I know other places, like, they experience the physical altercations, you know, with ghosts. That, like, some of the bruises will be, like, in the shape of a hand or something on your, like, oh, arm. Oh, good night. Like, someone Absolutely. tried to grab you on your arm, but, you know. I have seen that. Um, I don't, it wasn't for the Sally house, but for, like, other paranormal things that, like, people have had, like, almost like a burn hand mark on exactly, them. Exactly, yeah. Or, like, it looks like a rope, like, that, like, chafed, mm-hmm. that you didn't have a rope on or something like that. Yeah, that, I think that's, like, the most, like... Vi- like viable like source of evidence that i need to be like yeah nah that ain't for me yeah. that ain't for me sweetheart I'll, I'll go to mcdonald's down the road and just uh enjoy my little happy meal yeah exactly we're uh, not going to the sally house maybe i'll get a hotel maybe you can stay there i'll get a hotel meet you um another one is plus kid ghosts oh. freak me out i don't know like i don't know why they just want to play like like you said in the last but, like, one they're not if, i guess because it, it makes me sad obviously because they died when they were a kid but also like because kid ghosts you don't know if they know if they're dead they're just looking at you and you're like hey you want to play a game so would you rather this you know demonic presence show itself as its true form rather than sally or i would prefer neither to be honest <laughs> you don't have that option you have to pick one <laughs> I mean, you I guess I would prefer seeing, like... That's what I thought. You, well, don't, you don't even have to answer that. That's what I thought. Probably a little kid, but I would know they're a ghost. So I know that they're, they are the face of some <laughs> or something very scary. Yeah, I mean, we'll just chalk it up to no one wants to be touched. You yeah, know, exactly. Nobody, nobody wants to be apprehended by a ghost. <laughs> hey, excuse me, man. We're going to have to stay here. Um, I guess the next one is physical touches. We kind of t- touched on that again. But these aren't, like scratches or anything it's more just like maybe sally tugging on your skirt or your pants or something like that yeah maybe touching your hair maybe holding your hand like a child would something like that and you know something a little nonchalant you can kind of deal with it you're like oh that was a little tickle whatever cool maybe the breeze i don't know uh the next one is mysterious coldness i'm pretty sure that's like relevant across all like paranormal supernatural yeah. yeah um I mean, when do you not feel cold sometimes? You know, you just walk into your own house sometimes. You think you 
you think there's a ghost going through you, and it just turns out to be the air conditioning, you know? You're just under a vent. Exactly. Um, this one's pretty good. The last one is the trained guide dogs refuse to enter the nursery. Absolutely. There is no shot. If a dog tells me I ain't going in, I'd be like, me too. Because animals are the same thing, I think, as, like, babies and kids that, like, they don't know they're not supposed to see it, so they just see it. And, like, absolutely not. There's no shot. If, like, I had a guide dog and the dog was like, yeah. Yeah, nah, I'm good. Yeah, nah, I'm, I'm not good. Gonna like, if you were in your, like, okay, let's say you take your dog out to, like, go to the bathroom. Yeah. And, like, you go to bring her back in and she just stops at, like, the door and, like, refuses to go in. Would you go in the house or would you be like, huh, maybe not? Um, you know, that's a good question because I'd eventually probably have to go back in at some point or another. No. Um, but you know, I would definitely consider like different things that go on after that moment. You know, I hear a creak. I'm definitely thinking it's a ghost. Yeah. I'm definitely thinking something ah, old house. Yeah. ah, You know, expansion, you know, whatever. Um, but like, like you said, like, I think babies and animals are like the telltale sign that like something ain't right, you know? So (laughs) If my dog is just, like, standing at the end of the hallway looking down, I'm like, yeah, all right. I'm sitting on the couch. (laughs) Time to go get a hotel real quick at 2 a.m. in the morning. I know, um, for instance, like, my dog, the other night I took her out at, like, 1 a.m. And I I let her out the back. And she started, like, just chasing after something. Like, just barking, chasing after something. I'm like, dude, please do not do that. It's dark. I cannot, like, it makes me, it makes me, like, angry because I'm scared. But, like, my cousin's dogs used to do that when I would watch them. And, like, my cousin and her husband, they're both nurses. Um, So they would work night shift. And when I lived with them, I would obviously, like, take care of the dogs, let them out, whatever. And we would be sitting on the couch, and they would just all of a sudden start staring out the window. Or, like, start staring at something in the house. And then just start barking at, like, the air. Like, nothing. And I'm like, I emotionally can't do this right now. I am begging you for like a raccoon to show itself <laughs> that you are barking at something like an animal or a cat or That's something what I'm saying like sometimes i'll let her up on the bed with me and she'll just like kind of stare down like my hallway and i'm like why are you doing that like there's no there's no, <laughs> there's need no for that. reason there's no purpose go, for go to bed like there's no need to you know scare me at 2 a.m in the morning you know let me go to bed in peace let me not stay up till the, the brink of dawn you know you keep your door open i mean it's Sometimes you forget. Sometimes the ghost kind of just opens it. See, for that reason, I would, like, I never have my door open because I'm afraid I'm going to, like, look outside of, like, outside of my door down the hall or something and see something standing there. And at that point, it's kind of rude to walk up to the door and kind of close it. <laughs> so, like... Sorry, sorry, can't... <laughs> could you mind turning around a little bit? Yeah, like, sorry. Um... That, yeah, no, that's terrifying. Especially because, again, you can't communicate with dogs. You can't be like, hey. What do you, hey, yo, what sick do you, them. Yeah, sick them. Or like, what do you see? What are you, what are you seeing? Um, I think the biggest, I mean, take this as you want. But Andrea Clemens, the, she's on the Chamber of Commerce in Atchison, Kansas. And she says, I always get a headache when I'm in the house and a scratchy feeling in the back of my throat. Like, that's a government official right there. Yeah, like, and they're not, they're probably, like, government, the government's usually 
not in the business of conspiracy theories. Um, <laughs> Typically. We are. But, yeah, no. If, like, an official is, like, on record being like, yeah, I don't love having to go do, like, the yearly checkup on the exactly. site. No, really. It's kind of like, it brings me to the, um, I don't know if you've seen the second Conjuring movie. Yeah. In, like, London or yeah. England. But, like, apparently the real, like, police officers that went to investigate were like, yeah, this place is haunted. We're not coming back. Sorry. Uh, yeah. I don't blame them. Yeah, when they went, like, in the movie, it showed them going and, like, them being like, yeah, we don't know what just happened. Then they left. And they didn't come back. Apparently, in real life, they're actually like, yeah, this place <laughs> ain't for me. No, Let's get out of I here. I wonder if, like, the grounds... Because I'm assuming they have to have some sort of, like, upkeep team... I think that's part of the city. Uh, but that's what I'm saying. Yeah, like, yeah. They probably have, like, I guess, like, certain officials that are able to, like, go clean or do whatever. But, like, I wonder if they've experienced anything like that or, oh, like, if 100%. the turnover rate is, like, high because, like, people go there and they're like, yeah. So we'll not be coming back to clean this place. Um, sorry about it, but I'm just not. I think the thing that gets me is, like, I wasn't expecting it to be so cheap, too. You know, like $125. That's a hotel room right there. Yeah. Like that. That's the, ho- that's, that's the Holiday Inn. Right yeah, there. like, honestly, that's not as bad. I thought it was going to be, like, you know, maybe 300 to $500. I know different places, like we were saying, like the Queen Mary, that's, I think, no longer in use, sadly. Uh, it was, like, In Long Beach? Yeah. It wasn't, like, it was, like, $500 per room. When we checked, yeah, I think it was, like... For that, like for the specific haunted room, room, yeah, it was like five hundred dollars a night, and I'm like, damn, that's not it. That's why, like, I feel like because it's so cheap, that like, I feel like that could go one of two ways: of like, either oh, it's so cheap because you know nobody really sees anything there. Like they, I wonder if anybody's like, um, I didn't get haunted. I want my money back. Um, but also, like, I feel like when it's ex. Like, because it's so cheap, that means people are scared to stay there. Well, it's funny because, you know, when I was doing my research on this, I did see some of the reviews that people left. Like on uh, Yelp? Like on Google. Okay. So, to get into some of the reviews, um, one lady was saying, was great to be able to see the house in real time, disappointed to find out that now appointments have to be made. That doesn't really make any sense. But... Uh, other people were like, uh, though it is an interesting little old house, we, d- we did the hour tour and didn't experience a thing. Didn't see or hear anything and didn't feel any energy of any kind. Even some somebody came into the tour with them and left because they got so bored. See? But, but, the next review said, the Sally house is no joke. We heard footsteps, we caught things on pictures, voices, and even growling. The house smells like death. We left to go get something to eat and came back and it smelled like roses. The lady that left the review got scratched and her hair got tucked. Oh, good night. The thing is, I almost wonder, I feel like it depends. Like we're talking about in the other episode about like energies that I don't know if it has to do with like those particular people's energies, but also like I feel like it's different going through like an hour tour because you, like, go... I feel like people forget, like, ghosts aren't, like, performers. Like, ghosts are gonna haunt you whenever they feel like it. It's not like, well, I know the 2 p.m. haunt... Like, I know the 2 p.m. tour is coming. I gotta save all the spooky for when they come. Like, I just feel like maybe 
personally, I feel like if you stayed a night there, yeah, it would be, be a different actors. type of review. Yeah, I think it's definitely kind of like on a personal basis. It's from like group to group, whether you catch something uh, during the day or at night, you know? I feel like more things happen at night, but that might just be because of like scary movies you and stuff. You think they sleep during the day and then just wake up at night? Yeah, you know? ready to ready to ball. <laughs> ready to really. pounce on you. <laughs> um, yeah, other people... On these reviews, you kind of get both. You're like, some people are saying, like, yeah, this place is for real. This place, it's going to knock the shoes off your feet. (laughs) And then other people are like, yeah, don't even, like, waste your money. Like, don't even think about coming here because nothing's going to happen. It's the ghosts leaving the reviews. They said, hey, don't come here, please. No, really. Um, Even, like, 10-year-old girls are writing reviews on on it. So I think if a 10-year-old girl can do it, I think we should do it. Do it. Like I said, this is the scariest place I've ever, like, seen on video or, like, heard of because of, like, what might be going on, you know, with the demonic presence taking over the little girl and, like, what I've seen through video. Um, but I'm really interested. I really want to see if some of this stuff is real. Like, I... I would stay... Okay. I maybe would stay a night, but I definitely could not stay by myself. It would definitely... Oh, it's a minimum of two people, so you're Yeah, good. I was going to say, it would have to be... I feel like even I would want like a group, not a, gr- a two, bi- like not like a house party, but like we'll, I throw, feel like... we'll throw a darty in. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> um, maybe yeah, play beer pong and see if they want to oh, tap in. Could you imagine the beer? <laughs> <laughs> the ping pong the ball just, just like get the the ping pong ball just gets like slapped out of the air. Oh. Like, um, but I feel like I would want a party of like four. It just seems like a safe number to be doing that. You. And like I said earlier, there are like a bunch of reviews, or like not reviews, but rules that you have to follow. Like you can't sleep in the beds too. Um, yeah, I, you why to bring, would you want to? For authenticity? Come on now, you're sleeping in the same bed that Sally died. No, she died on the operating table, but that was turned into a bed. <laughs> like maybe you're sleeping on the same bed that uh, Tony Pickens, the husband, got scratched. Yeah, and you're like, I'll, I'll just bring my air mattress, nice air mattress. Yeah, so instead. you have to bring your own like sleeping bag, all that kind of stuff. Yeah. I think we said this earlier, but you can't cleanse the house because then that kind of just defeats Defeats the purpose. Yeah. yeah. And plus, like, I feel like a lot of people don't like they just kind of Google stuff or like see it on TikTok and they're like, oh, I could cleanse the house. And they get like this like random incense from like 7-Eleven and they're like, this isn't working. And then they get haunted. Like (laughs) they mistake the sage in their cabinet for like parsley. Yeah. (laughs) Start burning. Yeah. It's not a salt circle. It's like a pepper circle or something crazy. Like, absolutely Sugar not. Sugar instead of salt. <laughs> um, I wonder how many people, though, you know, like, you hear, like, stories of people going to these places and getting, like, doing, like, an Ouija board or, like, contacting the spirits or whatever. Yeah. I wonder how many people go there, contact spirits or whatever, and then that spirit follows. Like, they have, like, encounters at their own home because something followed them from the house. You know? Probably more than you would think. I because th- I feel like because if I go, I'm going to try to capture something. I'm going to try to talk to something like a Pokemon. I'm just like yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like you know what I'm saying? It. Like just throw no, a but crystal? like throw a crystal at the ghost. Try to capture it in there. No, I mean like I want to like I'm going there for a specific reason. That specific reason is to like know if there is like a paranormal. Go- yeah. yeah. So like I wonder how many people like contact and are like, all right, come on with me. <laughs> we got a nice guest room for you. Like, no, really, because. Uh, yeah, I will not be asking. You have to tell the ghost that, like, you're not okay with he or she coming back. 
with you. So if that's the case, I'm definitely going to bring you with me because my, you know, myself would just be like, yeah, just start talking to me like, all right, I'm going to go to bed see you in the morning and then just leave in the morning. Yeah. Forget to say goodbye. (laughs) Just have Sally with you. Yeah. Like I'm leaving the house. Someone takes a picture. Sally's just holding my hand, just walking down the sidewalk. No, really. You're like on uh, like Daily Mail the next day. So I I know that's definitely um, (laughs) it's definitely not what I want, but it definitely might happen. So I need someone responsible to go and um, tell them they have to stay. Tell them they have to stay at their house because they cannot come home with me. All right, that's where we're going to end this episode. Thank you so much for listening. You can follow us on Twitter, TikTok, and Instagram, where we will be posting um, actual pictures of the Sally house. So we will see you guys next time. Bye.